0: So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. Welcome to the David Spizak Show. I want to thank you first and foremost for taking the time to listen. I am coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. I'm at the NADA 2023 show, and it has been nothing less than spectacular so far. Uh, and first and foremost, I want to thank Techion, uh, JVJN, NAPO, and the rest of the team for allowing me uh, to utilize their, their fabulous innovation stage to have some incredible conversations with some really incredible guests, thought leaders, uh, industry leaders, and great dealers. And I happen to have somebody who's all three of those things right next to me. His name is Andy Wright. Andy is a dealer out of uh, Lehigh Valley and his uh, his organization is called Vine Art. And first and foremost, uh, Andy, thank you so much for taking the time. It's great to be here, David. Thank you for having me. So uh, you're welcome. Andy, could you start for people that don't know you? Can you start by just sharing with them? Uh, just, uh, Binard is located in Lehigh Valley. Is that Allentown area?
1: Yes, that's so that's uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's, uh, approximately one hour north of Philadelphia and about an hour west of New York City. Wonderful.
0: And, and tell me this, what, and what, uh, franchises do you represent? So I have
1: Acura, Honda, Hyundai, Mercedes Benz, and Porsche. That's not a bad group of franchises. It's a good group, right? all right in a row, too. So I don't have to, I can walk to all of them. So, <laughs>
0: Yeah. You don't see that every day. No, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just had somebody roll by on a weasel scooter. Yeah, <laughs> like they're doing a downhill. Yeah. Smell them. Uh All right. That was awesome. Um, so, Andy, you know, one of the things I've always admired about you is you have always, as long as I've known you, you have been an incredibly engaged operator, for starters. Thank you. Uh, you've always been somebody who's uh, willing to lean in. Uh, to learn things that are new. You've never, ever been somebody who says, hey, I've figured it all out. And you've always been very tech forward, right? You've been that proverbial early adopter. Amen. Right? Where did that come from?
1: You know, I, I think I just, you know, I, I have this sensational curiosity, you know, and it's, it's all rooted in a desire to just get better every day. I think if you ever get into a state where uh, you wake up in the morning and uh, you're not excited to go to work, it's probably time to hang it up. I think if you wake up in the morning and you go to work and you say, uh, you know, there's really no need for us to try and get better today, it's probably time to sell. Um, So in my mind, it really boils down to a couple of things. Number one, I love this business. I love what it's done for my family. I'm blessed to be a second generation dealer. Uh, I've been given an incredible opportunity. I have an incredible business partner and uh, I I get to be a part of an absolutely unbelievably exciting industry every single day. And uh, that lights my fire every morning. I get up, so I just want to get better. I want my uh, all four and thirty of my team members to get better, and uh, I want the experience to be as uh, top notch as possible for our customers. So there you go. Yeah, Yeah, and and (laughs) I
0: should have said that too because you've always been really focused, uh, where you have an obsession uh, about your clients, right? Uh, Sure. And and giving them a superior experience, but you've always had an obsession. It's like I'm in the airport.
1: And, right, I got cars
0: go. going by. Uh, you've also had this obsession with not just your clients, but your associates. And you said something that I think, first of all, nobody has brought it up—not one time in the last two days. I've had some incredible conversations, but you brought up something I think cannot be underestimated, and that is the power of curiosity. You know what's interesting? You can't be simultaneously curious and arrogant, right? That's right. The fact that you're curious means I don't know. I, 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 I'm i interested. I'd like to know more. And and I think that's so powerful. I tell my kids every day, ask more questions. Amen. And a lot of people will say, man, my kid asked too many questions. No, no, no. Tell them to ask more questions. That's right. That's how we get smarter. And I love counterintuitive thinking, Andy, because I've always said the secret to success is failure.
1: Amen. Don't you agree with that? I, I agree totally. And I think... uh you can't be afraid to try new things, and you can't be afraid to fail forward. You know, I'm a big believer in that saying, in, in failing forward. And, uh, you know, sometimes it, it, it's not easy, and uh, you end up with egg on your face. But again, that's the price you pay for uh, trying new things and, and being the first guy in the pool. Can
0: you think of anything? You know, last two and a half years, honestly, business is never easy. But this is about as easy as it comes on the front end. Oh, by the way, very interesting. We talk all the time about the fact that dealers in the last three years have had three record years, best years of their life, better than anything they could have possibly imagined. That's right. At the same time, our customers won't say the same. Right. At the same time, our fixed operations employees definitely will not say the same. That's right. They've been fighting to try to keep what they had as they're watching warranty ROs go down, internal ROs go down. What my curiosity is is over the last three years of record profits, can you think of any example of where you put yourself out there and, and it didn't work? It was a failure that led to a great
1: lesson for learning. Oh, that's, uh, that's a good one. You know, I, I would say right now that my biggest failure uh, and my biggest opportunity at the same time still uh, it, uh, resides in our need to get better at acquiring used cars. We need to get better at acquiring used cars. And uh, that's a great stated goal, but it needs to be more specific than that. And that's what, uh, you know, just two weeks ago in our quarterly strategic review meetings with my leadership team, we talked about the steps that we have taken and the steps that we have not taken and probably should have, and how we need to become better at executing uh, our buying center practices, uh, at acquiring inventory and repeat customer business in our service drive. Um, you know, it, it was for for a while there, pre-COVID, we, like a lot of dealers, had an equity mining tool. And it was all about, you know, uh, what if I could get you out of your career car, put you in a new one, no money down, keep your payment the same, maybe lower all that jazz, right? What if I could tell you the same thing that every other dealer has told you for the last three? Exactly. Right? Exactly, right? But then we get into the post-COVID world, and things got easy. We basically became glorified order takers, and let's be honest. I mean, salesmanship went out the window. And uh, now here we are. We find ourselves in a tight-used car market from a supply standpoint. Now, granted, demand has abated a bit, and we're starting to see prices come down. Uh, But we resisted resisted the instant gratification and high risk of going to the auction and buying subpar vehicles, to turn around and sell to our customers and have those headaches. Uh, but it really put us in a position where maybe we didn't enjoy as much of the profit opportunity on the front side of this market and how it, it had reacted over the course of the last 12 to 18 months. On the back side, we were in much better shape. But it doesn't stop the fact that whether we were in an undersupplied market or we're in an oversupplied market, so much revolves around our used car department. And that's one of the things, you know, you and I have talked about always over the years. I mean, you were one of the first per- people that always told me, you know, the top three things to be looking at. Used car gross, fixed gross, and F&I gross, right? I mean, those are.
0: And you know what it's going to be for 2023?
1: Used car gross, F&I gross, and fixed gross. You right?
0: know, it's, it's interesting. So I, I was going to add on, you know, one thing, if you don't know Andy, you should reach out to Andy. One thing I could tell you about Andy, uh, and again, I love counterintuitive thinking. Most people, you know, want to, and I, I don't want this to come across the wrong way. Most people oftentimes make the mistake of wanting to be friends, wanting to be liked by their employees rather than uh, making the tough decisions or, or putting real expectations out there and holding them accountable. True? True. We do the same thing with our kids. There's a lot of parents that really choose to be friends with their kids instead of parents to their kids, true? That's right. Okay, so, and it's the same thing with your solutions. You know, you have high, high expectations with your solutions. You're very, and I'm saying this in a very good way, very demanding, because you expect, you know, people to do what they say they're going to do. You expect that, that those vendors turn into partners. Amen. You expect them to continue to innovate and to help you get better, right? Not just, you're not looking for a just add water solution. When you were on Reynolds, you know, you had high expectations, true? correct, And you held them accountable, true? We did. And they didn't always like that, did they? They did not. Okay, when I when you had reverse risk my tool, you did the same thing to me. Now, I happen to love what you do, and so I always embraced it, right? I Because I knew the value of it because you've made our product better. And, and that allowed every other client I had to have also a better experience. That's right. So I have to ask you, you know, is that one of the things that led you to the decision to transition, to make the decision to move to Techion? You know, yes, it's the absolutely the best tech. It's the most innovative company. Yep. But is that amongst
1: other reasons why you're moving to Techion? So I'm glad you asked that question. Um because uh, the, the answer is simple yet complex, and I'll, uh, I'll expand on that here. So, um, really, if you'd asked me 12 to 14 months ago, would I make the decision to switch my company entirely over to Tekeon? The answer would have been emphatically no. It wasn't ready, in my opinion. Fast forward to four months ago, and I kept in touch with, uh, with, with NAPO and, and his team and stuff like that, and... Uh, had an opportunity to not only see the demos, but actually visit a good friend of mine who's a Mercedes-Benz dealer in New York and very progressive dealer. Um, and see this tool in its current, what I'll call transformed state, where it really went from, uh, you know, it, it, it went from from being not ready to prime time, pretty darn quick. And I was really impressed with that rate of development and growth. Um, and so... You know when I when I make a decision of the magnitude, like a DMS switch or a CRM switch or any of that type of stuff, I have a process that I like to follow, and that process is I I gather up a group of cross departmental, cross functional team members from multiple rooftops, and I say, listen, guys, this is what we're this is what we're looking at, and here's why, and I want you to help me evaluate. And the evaluation process consists of not only going through the demos, but actually doing the field trips and asking the tough questions and seeing it in pro, you know in practice. And uh, so we did that, and uh, th- this was probably back in October, and wow, what we blown away. So we saw the opportunity that uh, Techion presented, not only as a DMS, but as an opportunity to really take so many of the solutions we were using that were part of our tech stack and, and consolidate, and we could consolidate down. Of course we could save money, but money is not my driving factor here because DMS is such an important thing, and these tools that we use... To execute our processes are so important it's why i commonly refer to these people as partners because they all and um so we had an opportunity uh to consolidate to save some money and to i think take our customer experience to the next level in both the front and back end of our operation so you know when we when we when we looked at it all and put it all together It, it made sense for us so here we go
0: so I love what you said, and I'm going to focus on one thing in particular. Sure. That this wasn't just a financial decision. Yeah. And because, frankly, there's so much more to it than that. And, you know, I, I've spoken to so many dealers. I speak speaking to D- uh, Doug Eero, uh who's the president of Longo Toyota. Yep. And, I, you know, I had so many dealers that say, ah, you know, it's so interesting. they got great tech, but they're not really. I, I sell 300 cars a month. You understand, I have 200 employees. Okay. This guy has 550 employees, 40 advisors, 85 salespeople, and just sold 16,800 cars last he year. In one location. Switched to Techyon one year ago, and if you heard the transformation, what's incredible, none of what he said, said had anything to do with saving money. Yeah, I love what you said. You know what's happened? His morale's gotten better. You know what's happened? Workflows have become more efficient. He doesn't need as much staffing. His... uh. One of the things that's most interesting is he's gotten rid of staples, right? Paper, toner, scanners. This is a concept. Right? Uh, when a credit card comes in, it goes all the way through to reconciliation. Nobody has to say where this come from. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the innovation is not just tech innovation, as it turns out. Do you agree? Process innovation, people innovation. Yep. So he's able to attract you know, uh, uh, Gen Zs and millennials that never would have come to work for them before. That's right. Because now they're using modern technology. That's right. Right? Yeah. So tell me, what are you most excited
1: about? Uh, and, and, and when does your store come online? So uh, we're in the setup process right now. Uh, trainers will be in store in a few weeks. And our official cutover is February 27th. So Amazing. We're, uh, we're on the precipice. So I'll I just get right to it. The bottom line is is that, you know, I, 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 as you said, I'm a pretty progressive guy, a forward thinker. I love to try new stuff. My guys in my 20 group always give me a hard time. I'm like the guy that's like their incubator, you know? But uh, the bottom line is, is that our tech stack got so big and so complex with so many different logins, and every one of the vendors did something really well, right? Which justified keeping them to a certain extent. But when we looked at it in totality, and when we looked at what it ended up costing us in terms of inefficiency in reality, um, we knew that by moving to one solution or as close to one solution as it's going to get, because again, we're we're we we're gonna be able to cut a lot of vendors. We we knew that we were going to gain efficiencies operation. We may have here and there been making a compromise on certain features, but we felt at the end of the day that it was worth it in the long run because we need to make our customer experience better, and and part and parcel to that, we need to make our team member experience yeah. better. But you are obviously inseparably linked. internal and external customers, and um, you know. So I, I'm I'm amazed at the emails I get from team members who are excited about this. I never would have in a million years. Can so you imagine, imagine
0: a DMS transition? Yeah. So any of you who's ever done a DMS transition, you you usually think the first thing you need to do is call a team of psychiatrists <laughs> and therapists, right? That's right. Because, I mean, there's going to be some crying, some arguing, some pushback. Uh, the second thing is you have to call your CPA and let them know, don't be concerned that our revenue is dropping through, the, through a hole in the ground because your productivity is going to go down for nine months on balance, right? right? You're going to have pushback. And what's really remarkable is, is listening to, I, I believe it was uh, Finn Ewing, a uh, wonderful legacy dealer, Here he uh, his family. Jam. Yeah, jam, wonderful. Down. And the fact that he was able to write a repair order, he's never written in our own his life. <laughs> uh, you know, or, or you talk about uh, Doug, who it, his advisor came in and said, hey, this advisor just went home sick. I need to transfer the dispatch. He said, I had never done it before in my life. I logged in the laptop, bam, bam, five minutes later, it was done. And so the onboarding, you know, is so intuitive uh, that it makes it so much easier. He said, you still have to engage. You still are going to work through some things. But he said it was remarkable the, how the people embraced it. It wasn't pushback like other DMS systems. It, and that's cool that you're hearing
1: that already. We are hearing that already, and and you know it just it, I think it just speaks to the the tech on pitch that is part of you know, it, it, as I'm seeing here in one of their signs, you know, one platform. and I think platform is the key word there because I think you know I give them credit because I think they've designed and built a platform that is really in a great position, perhaps the best position in the entire industry. To scale in the modern retail and connected car environment that is our future. It is the future of retail. And you know, I'm, I'm very involved with, with STAR, which is the standard for technology and automotive retail. And of course, Techion is a member of STAR. Uh, and we've, we're, at, we're actually getting some of the uh, legacy, uh, legacy DMS companies involved now. But STAR is really uniquely positioned uh, to grow in a meaningful way and become, I think, a key player. In how we end up going to market in the in the very near future, well, already, but in the very near future, with connected car technology, certainly with the proliferation of EV and things like that, and just stuff, uh, the way customers want to transact and do business. So, um, you know, not that the other companies are bad. I'm not trying to say that. You it know, as you're, you're are, dealing with it's, it's yeah. legacy versus contemporary.
0: Yes, it's not it's not bad at all. Uh, it's no, not a matter. These other companies are not bad. I, I yeah, want to be clear know, about was, that. Yes. They're not bad at all. Great great people. They're, you know, I think they're very good companies, but this is different, right? Uh, This is different because if I'm going to move forward with the expectation of what Star can bring, I need to be able to head to an organization, to a technology, to innovation that can take me there. That's right. Fair? Yes. Okay. So let me ask you this. Sure. What do you, what, so as you go forward in 2023, most dealers, are saying that they're focused on or concerned about things like efficiencies, recruiting, retention, uh, cash flow, used car procurement, um, margin compression, things of that nature. Uh, I'm guessing that based on the conversation thus far, that while a lot of people are thinking about, oh, my God, how can I hold on to as much as I could possibly hold on to from previous years, Something tells me like Doug, like Finn, like Brendan Harrington, that you're sitting there like a kid in a candy store saying, let me go, let me go, let me go. Yeah. I want to get to the starting block because now you have something to where the handcuffs are off. Fair?
1: Yes, that's, uh, that's a fair statement. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's, listen, there's, there's always opportunities to do all those things you mentioned uh, there in that long list of what I, I believe are my colleagues' uh, priorities. But, yeah, I mean, we, we have tremendous growth. We're in a growing market with great brands, um, and, and I think a tremendous team of associates that, with the right tools and the right processes, are, are ready to roll, are ready to rumble. You know
0: what I mean? Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So you're literally, as of today, pretty much just one month from getting to that starting block. One month. How excited are you?
1: Well, I, well, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm anxious to get going, you know, because I really want to get my teeth into it and see what we can do. But uh, make no mistake, we're we're realistic about it. We, we think it's going to be, you know, obviously 60 days to get it fully installed and then probably another 90 to 120 days to really engage in a process and fine, refinement exercise. Proficiency. And then, you know, we get, we get six, seven months into this thing. I'll really at that point be able to make, you know, in, in fourth judgments about how we're doing. Um, but, but everything I'm seeing, like I said, I, my, my friend who's the dealer up in uh, New York city or in uh, Long Island, who's using it, extremely progressive guy, very, very forward thinking. He's done a lot of the heavy lift before, so I, I owe him a debt of gratitude, uh, because I'm going to be copying a lot of what he <laughs> does, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going to be good.
0: we're looking forward to it. We're optimistic. Well, I, I'm excited for you. One of the other things I heard from all of the dealers I've had an opportunity to interact with is the level of support um, and the actual onboarding process and the fact that their people became competent on the first day. Yeah. You know, I think those things are definitely going to help during that process. But something tells me when you and I are sitting down on this very stage, we going to be a, a year from now, that you're probably going to have some pretty big headlines to talk about. Well, that's the
1: plan. <laughs> that's the plan, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm confident we're going to get there. And and I, and I have to tell you, uh, thus far, they're, they're, uh, the process that we've gone through to get, get ready for install has been great. But what most have, what most impresses me about these guys and gals is how uh, aggressive they are when it comes to constant improvement and innovation.
0: And you know, by the way, did you see what Jay announced yesterday? I did. The sediment. I did. Pretty cool the vehicle dude. tracking pretty cool. Oh, wait, it gets better. The, the, uh, the Andy Wright app. <laughs> Did you see the Andy Wright app?
1: <laughs> pretty cool he, stuff, man. He,
0: he, he didn't want to make anybody else feel bad. So he, he's, I got to call it the Andy Wright app, <laughs> but this, this platform within the platform that allows you to build your own innovation That's right. on top of Techion, fully integrated that works across all of your stores. Cool. That's right. How cool is that?
1: It's very cool. And you know, I think, um, it, it's needed There's a, there's a need there and they're, they're, they're responding to the market and they're filling a need.
0: So I give them credit. They're listening. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andy, I can't tell you how thankful, how grateful I am that you took the time out of your busy day to come down here, hang out with me on this great stage and, uh, and to be able to catch up. You know, I consider you a friend. I've I've had an opportunity to really get to know you on a a personal or professional level. And, you know, I have just such a, a deep, respect and admiration on both sides. And I'm really genuinely excited to see what you and your team, because I know, you know, this fantastic technology made it with your leadership and with your team. uh, Something tells me, there's some magic coming. So I can't wait.
1: We're, we're very excited. And, uh, by the way, uh, the feeling is mutual partner. Uh, I've learned a lot from you. You're one of the people I respect most in this industry. So get an opportunity to hang out with you for a couple minutes on your stage. and Talk about this great business that has done so much for both our families. Right. Uh, it's just, uh, that's the best part of this industry is people and, uh, the success that we get to enjoy together and, and learn from one another. So, uh, I'll, I'll turn to that.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. Appreciate everybody to took the time to go by to listen. And thank you to uh, the nice lady with the announcement for not uh, doing another announcement to let us finish this. And I really want to thank Techyon, Jay, Napo, and the rest of the team for allowing me to be here. To have the opportunity to interview wonderful people like yourself. Wishing you all the best, you and your family, you and your team, all the very best for uh, what I believe will be the best year ever in 2023.
1: Well, thank you. And in closing, I just want to say go, Eagles.
0: You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens.